A 19-million-year-old whale fossil found on the banks of the Murray River in South Australia is forcing scientists to rethink how and when the world's largest animals first evolved their huge size. We used to think that they evolved their large size about 3 million years ago. But researchers say this new fossil tells a different story. Dr James Rule is a vertebrate paleontologist and research affiliate at Monash University and worked on this new study from the museum's Victoria Research Institute. James joins me now. Hi. Good day. How are you? I'm good, thanks. When we talk about the world's largest animals, what species are we talking about exactly? Um, We are talking about baleen whales. So whenever you think of one of the large whales, these are the ones that don't have teeth, that have these plate-like baleen in their mouths to help filter feed the krill. These are the giants of the ocean today. These are the what, sorry? Giants of the ocean. Okay. These are the largest animals that have ever lived. They're still around or no? Uh, yes, baleen whales are still around. So some examples from today are the blue whale and the fin whale, which are the largest animals alive today on the planet. Okay, so a blue whale is a type of baleen whale. Yes, yes it is. And what was the theory about their evolution before this discovery? Um, So before this discovery, a lot of research focused on when baleen whales evolved their large sizes. And it was recently, it was until recently, thought that they evolved them geologically recently. So two to three million years ago, um, which is a long time for us. But in the terms of evolution, that is actually a very brief and recent period of time. Um, And our new fossil sort of disrupts what we previously thought. Um, Our new fossil is 19 million years old and is actually um, sort of disrupts when we thought they got big because it is unexpectedly large for that period of time. Gosh, that's that's quite a miscalculation, right? 19 million versus 3 million. Uh, Yes, it is a bit of a window of time. Um, however, this new whale, it's not as large as the ones today, but it was already a third of the way there. And so the key thing is that it wasn't a very quick change in body size, like scientists previously thought. Whales actually gradually evolved their um, large body sizes over a period of 20 million years, rather than a period of 3 million years. Okay. And what is the significance that it was found on the banks of the Murray River? Um, so it was found in the Murray River over 100 years ago by Francis Cudmore, who was a paleontologist that uh, collected lots of fossils, and it became part of the Museum's Victoria Research Institute collection, and it lay in the collections until it was found by Dr. Eric Fitzgerald, the senior curator at Museum's Victoria. Um, the important thing about that, though, is the Murray River, where it was found, is actually quite far inland. Uh, But 19 million years ago, that part of South Australia was covered by a shallow inland sea. But so what? So so, uh, I understand that changes your view of um, where they may have first emerged. Uh, uh, Because is this the first time we've talked about the Southern Hemisphere as the place where they came from? Yes, exactly. So the um, key part about where it was found is is in the southern hemisphere Um, and previous research didn't really focus on where baleen whales evolved but this fossil from South Australia along with other fossils from South America are starting to show that whenever you looked at the evolution of baleen whales in the past and you look for which one was the biggest it was always a specimen from the southern hemisphere 
which to us indicates that the big size of baleen whales actually evolved in the southern hemisphere rather than the northern hemisphere. And why might that be important from a paleontological point of view? Uh, so it's important because today the southern hemisphere contains one of the biggest oceans, the Southern Ocean, which surrounds Antarctica, um, and it also connects all of the other oceans together. And this ocean is extremely productive today. Um, and so what this tells us is that this environment was actually always important for the baleen whales in their evolution. Uh, this productive ocean was sort of the cradle of where they involved their giant body sizes and possibly where they evolved other adaptations as well, such as their filter-feeding baleen. Does this have any impact on our understanding of how other modern groups of animals evolved? Um, it does, it does, um, sort of indirectly. So baleen whales today, and possibly in the past as well, act as ocean engineers. And what that means is they are large animals, and to be a large animal, you accumulate a lot of nutrients, a lot of energy. Uh, it takes lots to make an animal big, essentially. And when these animals die, they actually fall to the bottom of the ocean, where they are fed on by deep-sea creatures. And this helps the um, ecosystem recycle nutrients back into the ocean. So baleen whales actually can play a critical role in the marine ecosystem. And that is why this discovery is important, is it sort of extends backwards in time how long they play this role. Um, elephant in the room, if this fossil was discovered 100 years ago, how come you've just made this kind of breakthrough now? Um, so it's... Essentially, just because of um, time that scientists have to work on things, there are many fossils in museums' collections that museums care for, but there's only so many scientists. Um, so the key part about this fossil is recognised by Dr Eric Fitzgerald, and he is a whale expert working in Australia. And before he started his work at Museums Victoria, there weren't many whale experts, fossil whale experts, I should say, um, in Australia. So it was just sort of like the right researcher in the right museum at the right time. You focus on newly discovered fossils mostly, do you? Does um, much ever come up in this part of the world, Australia and New Zealand? Uh, so in the marine fossil record, it's actually starting to pick up quite a bit. So I've done a lot of research on um, turtles and um, seals as well. And what we're finding is a lot of the theories we have for marine groups of animals have much been shaped by um, the Northern Hemisphere, and there's a bit of Northern Hemisphere research bias going on because there's more researchers, longer history of published scientific record, and also a lot more money, we should say, a lot more funding for science. Um, the key part we're finding is that when you actually look at fossils from Australia and New Zealand and other parts of the Southern Hemisphere, like South America, a lot of just one single fossil can disrupt a lot of these long-held theories by European and American, North American sort of um, scientists, just because we have data down here that they have never gone and looked at. Uh, good work. Thank you for explaining it in plain English to us today, James, and well done on this breakthrough. All right. Thank you. Happy to chat. Dr. James Rule, how's this for a business card? Vertebrate paleontologist.